Hi guys, it's Cindy. So welcome back to our special series on how to marketing your home staging business. So today is day four that I live stream on Instagram. If you don't follow me yet, go ahead and follow me. It's Instagram.com slash stage for more. Very easy. All right. So when you follow me, when I go live, Instagram will automatically remind you. So it's a really good trick、uh, to keep following me, basically. And toward the end of the episode, I actually re-recorded the question that the audience member asked because there was a glitch in technology, and so my audio got cut off. So I want to make sure that、um, you're still getting the benefit of that question. So I re-recorded it here, and you'll hear it toward the end of the episode. All right, let's get into it. Hi guys! So welcome to day four of our live stream on Instagram.、Um, so it was really fun for the last three days when we talk about what to say to real estate agent, what to say to homeowners, and then also what do you do for email marketing for your home staging business. And so if you missed the previous three episodes, you can check it out on our podcast on iTunes. I think when you subscribe, because I checked it on my podcast app, for some reason it's not showing up. But if you subscribe, it should show up in your dashboard. Today we're going to talk about social media marketing. So it's really, really important. I think in today's world, especially everybody essentially has a you know computer in their pocket through their smartphone. So social media marketing has become more and more prevalent, and it's pretty much becoming a must. Um, when it comes to running your own small business, and I know it can feel very overwhelming because there's so many different platforms out there. Like we're live streaming on Instagram right now, but this can also be pushed to Facebook page or business page, for example.、Um, you can also now upload videos on Pinterest, or the longer format can be on HGTV.、Uh, IGTV. So there's quite a few different options、um, out there, and not to mention there's LinkedIn, there's Snapchat, there's tons and tons of new ones coming out every day. So my advice for that is, first of all, you want to be very clear about your goals. So how is marketing on this specific platform going to benefit you and help you with your business? Because ultimately, you have to think about where your audience is. Um, if your audience are all hanging out on Facebook, there's no reason for you to spend all this time working on LinkedIn if no one is there, right? It's kind of like you're trying to meet a husband or some, or you know, make new friend. You will go to where they're hanging out. You're not gonna sit at home because they're not gonna be there. So it's really important to think about where your audience is gonna be. And again, this is why audience research is really important. You really need to nail down who you're marketing to, because without knowing that, it's really difficult for you to. Um, figure out what is the right marketing campaign to attract that demographic、uh, for your home staging business. So that is very key. So first of all, my first number one tip is always be very clear about your goals, because once you figure that out, once you figure out who your ideal client is, everything else is going to be much easier. Because then it's so much easier to figure out what brands they like, what kind of activities they like to do.、Um, if they have family, for example, you know, like. Were some a really good topic to be you know conversation icebreaker kind of thing. So it's really important to do your homework to figure out who your ideal client is and how can you present your business, present your marketing to speak to them, make make them feel like you're talking to them and you've heard them and you understand where they're coming from. So that's very very important. 
Social media marketing sometimes can feel like very modeled. It's like there's so many things that you could do, right? Like I could live stream,、um, you know, I could post an update every day, or there's some brands they're posting like eight, ten day at times per day. I mean, the bigger companies, most small business like once a day. I think it's more than enough. Um, and algorithms also very、uh, changing all the time, so it's also very confusing. Like for example, it used to be that if you post on Instagram, people are gonna see your post if they follow you. But now it's based on the interaction of the user to their own content. So if somebody hasn't clicked on your thing for a while, they might not see your post. Or Instagram has shifted the algorithm where that、um, if you're doing more videos. They favor that, so your news feed and your live feed will pop up more often than people who don't do videos. So it it can be very very confusing that you have to keep track all the time. But not to worry, I'm here to help you. So here's my number two tip. Ah,、uh, different platforms they do different things. So for example, Pinterest is really about long tail keywords. So on my podcast episode, I think it's in season nine, I um interviewed Kate. Uh, from Simple Pin Media, and then she was very—I mean, she's probably one of the top experts on Pinterest, and it's really about long tail keywords.、Um, and just from my personal experience as well, I think more—I think it's really long tail in the sense that if we do the action now, we probably won't see it till six to nine months later, because it does take time. Pinterest itself is like a visual search engine; it's just like Google, but with a lot, a lot of photos. And so, a lot of times when you put something up, it's gonna take some time to really cycle through the communities. So I think it's really, really important to figure out which platform is gonna be very beneficial for your type of audience. If you work with a lot of remodeling type of clients, like Pinterest, might be really good for you because not only you can have a public board that serves as an ins-、uh, inspiration for different type of remodeling work that you do. Um, it can also you can also have private boards to share your mood board with your customer. So it's a very effective tool if you're doing design work. And then again, every platform has different personalities as well.、Um, Instagram tend to be a bit younger, I would say, than Facebook. I think Facebook is pretty much ubiquitous. Like even my parents' like eighty year old neighbor has them. You know, they want to be on Facebook to communicate with their grandchildren. So. A lot of real estate agents are also on Facebook.、Um, Facebook, for example, is free to have a business page, which I highly recommend you to get. I never recommend people to use their personal profile because you just never know what you will post in your personal life might rub someone the wrong way or stir up controversy. Or there's just some things that are private that you don't want people to know. You don't want your clients to know. Um, so it's usually best to have a business page instead, which is free anyway. And if you ever want to do some sort of marketing, it's really important to install something that's called Facebook Pixel. It's spelled P I X E L, and you can just Google how to install this. It's very quick. Um, just a simple line of or chunk of code that you can put into your website. So what that does is that Facebook will start tracking the people that are coming onto your website and figuring out. What their demographics are, even if you don't plan to do advertising now, I think it's still really good to have that in place on your website. Um, again, if you don't know how to do it, just go ahead and Google it. Um, there's lots of tutorials online, um, on Facebook itself and also on Google as well. 
So it's a really great tool. Because you might change your work later on about advertising. And the other thing too now, like Facebook owns Instagram. So you can actually see um, your Instagram ads as well. So, I mean, the thing is the online landscape is changing. And it used to be that when, when I first started staging, I advertised on Craigslist for free. Because at the time, people, it was really popular for people to sell real estate on Craigslist. A lot of sellers were, a lot of sellers and buyers were looking for homes on Craigslist. A lot of real estate agents were listing houses and selling houses on Craigslist. So as a stager, naturally, it was, you know, perfect to be on Craigslist because everybody sees that. Um, and then Google ads become very popular and now it's Facebook ads and Instagram ads. So, you know, you just need to figure out what exactly which platform you're comfortable with and then just figure out how to engage with these type of audience. So Facebook and Instagram are really great when you want to engage with your audience through very visual content. So it's a really great way for you to showcase your portfolio. Um, actually, now working as a photographer, some photographers actually don't have website and they just send people their Instagram profile. Um, and a lot of times too, it's that like when people see you on Instagram or on Facebook that you post pictures constantly, like your projects and stuff like that. Every time you do a project, you can like just take your phone and then record a short, quick walkthrough, you know, with your phone, like a behind the scene kind of thing. Or like, oh, a sneak peek. Um, here's a sneak peek of a project we're staging today. Um, and then, you know, um, the, you know, the real photograph coming soon, you know, stuff like that. Um, of course, with that, I would be very careful. I'm always very paranoid because I used to be a real estate agent. And as a single woman, I'm very sensitive about safety. So if you're doing these type of live video streamings from a project, don't tell people where you are, okay? Just for safety's sake. Um, yeah. So number three, you also don't need to spend hours on social media for it to be effective. I think that's one of the biggest misconception and also what's holding people back. Ultimately, at the end of the day, social media was invented for people to have fun, to connect with each other, to keep in touch. And it's the same way when you're running your business. Yesterday and actually the days before, this whole week, I've been talking about building an authentic relationship with your potential customers. Like social media is a really great way to do that. Like by having video content, I know it's really hard to put your face on video. It was something that I really had to overcome as well. Um, it was actually one of the one of the goals I set for myself earlier this year. Like in January, I actually did a whole another five day of live streams, and then I think on day one about mindset, I said that for my goal in twenty nineteen was to actually do live uh, do more live streams because I actually find it to be a really great way to engage. With, um, with my audience, and then people can ask me questions directly so I can really understand people's pain point. You can do that in your home staging business as well. Like hop on, you know, or if you just feel super self-conscious, like start with baby step and just record a video from your phone and then upload it later onto Instagram or Facebook. Um, and then just to say hello, I mean, there, there are email newsletter um, tools now where you can actually send a short video to your potential customers that you can individualize, that you can like personalize. So you can actually record personalized recording. Imagine the person who receives that on the other end. I mean, it's much more personable than just a few lines of text, right? And this is why now videos are much more, 
like content wise in terms of content marketing video has much more like if you think about a point system video definitely gets more points because of that because people want to consume video content um so yeah so i know it can be difficult to put your face out there but once you do it a few times like it's it's going to be less and less scary trust me like now i'm just like uh i don't know you can see my double chin you can see there's a mess behind me in my kitchen i'm just like whatever you know, so you kind of start getting over those things. Um, the key thing is just really, you know, baby steps, baby steps, like try to push yourself out there. Um, and number four, I would say just start by picking one platform. So figure out where is your audience um, is like most of the time. Say they spend a lot of time on Facebook. If you're seeing a lot of your clients engaging with their customers on Facebook, that can be a great way for you to join in on the conversation or join, like there's a lot of Facebook groups, right? We, we know there's a lot of stages one where we can like share information and vent and do all sorts of cool stuff. I mean, you can start your own local group as well. I mean, a lot of real estate agents used to do these local community blogs that serve as kind of like not only a directory, but more like a resource um, about the neighborhood they live in. And at the same time, you also establish their credibility as the agent to go to because they know that neighborhood really well. Like they know all the restaurants, all the cool spots, you know, all the real estate statistics and all that. So you can do something similar or actually collaborate with a real estate agent that is also like interested in doing that and then see if you can try that as a prospecting tool. So like I talked about yesterday and then I think actually the whole time this whole week, it's basically what can you do to use like the smallest amount of effort and resource and reach the most amount of people? I'm actually a very lazy person and so I don't like to do more work than I have to. And when you're doing everything by yourself, sometimes it is very difficult. Um, so it's, it, it's, it can be very strategic for you to actually reach out to maybe like a title rep, for example, or um, a loan officer who also does business with a real estate agent. But you guys are not conflicting with each other. You're not fighting over, you know, um, of projects. So you guys can actually tag team or partner up to group your resource together and then to kind of like start those kind of community spaces to attract, basically use it as a prospecting tool for your clients. Um, so yeah, I would start by just picking on one platform to focus on. If you're finding that a lot of people are finding you and booking you for work through Instagram, then that's the place you want to be on. And this is also going back to my last point is that once you have this one platform that you're focusing on, you can start reading up more about it. Like what are some of the things you can do to really boost that traffic, right? So then you don't have to spend as much time trying to do every single uh, social platform, a social media platform. I mean, ultimately that is just not very feasible. It's not very sustainable over long term and you're going to burn yourself out. So you want to make sure you're putting in those steps to prevent yourself from getting burned out. Because once you burn out, the marketing stops and you don't want to do anything else. And when you stop marketing, your client is not going to dry up immediately, but you're going to feel it like four to six weeks later. So it's really, really important that you're consistently marketing, that you're feeding your pipeline, you're feeding your funnel. So you always are churning leads and then like are always working, but not dropping the ball. And that's why having the system is very, very important, 
Like for our core six figure floor plan, I mean, we spent the first like module zero is all about your mindset, and then one through three is basically drilling down and then building your marketing system. It's a very layered process, and there's a workflow to it. So it's really really important to figure out how can you hone in on who exactly your、um, client ideal client is, and what are some of the ways where they hang out. And what are some of the ways they're gonna feel like you're speaking to them? So I think that's very important.、Um, and one of the things I forgot to say in、um, in the last point about spending time on social media is that, for example, with Pinterest, I、um, basically had an account for Sage for More, I think, for ages, and I just never, never really updated it until last November. I feel like, well, twelve followers are a little bit sad looking, so maybe I should work on this. And I seriously only I probably just like when I have time like I'm waiting on a meeting or something I have some time just on my phone like doing Pinterest for five minutes, just pinning contents and stuff like that. Because I have a bunch of mood boards on my Pinterest. You can definitely take a look. It's Pinterest.com/slash/sagemore. So I have a, a bunch of inspiration boards that I use、um, in reference for our courses and also like just for general public. You know, like things I really like. You know, styling and whatever. And、um, I just literally do it five minutes a day, and then we went from maybe like twelve followers to like I think forty five hundred six months later, or sorry four thousand six months later, and then we went from something like a thousand monthly views to like a million monthly views. So I mean, it just this. My point is that. Um, sure, these are vanity numbers, but ultimately, like those numbers need to convert into sales, right? But ultimately, it's that like, don't feel like, oh my god, I'm obligated to do like X amount of hour on social media.、Um, it's that you you can manage your time. If you're using something like a, if you're focusing something like a Facebook or Instagram, like yesterday for email marketing, we talk about batching. Like you know, if you decide to do a monthly newsletter, you can write actually majority of the content in one day. It's the same thing with social media. You can sit down, say you focus on Instagram, and you just sit down.、Um, I would say you don't need to post every day because it used to be you should post every day or post more frequently as frequently as possible. But now Instagram really focuses on engagement, and so you can get away with posting maybe once, two to three days. But if you write really good captions and have really good hashtag, which there are thirty to use,、um, then you can really get a lot of engagement. And by the way, I interviewed a social media manager,、um, McCall. She was the social media manager for Remax Canada. So I think that podcast episode is last season, I think, or season nine. I don't remember, but definitely check it out as well. But she really broke it down about. Like how you should determine like the ratio of your hashtags,、um, what to say, and all that stuff about hashtag research. So so yeah, so if you really focusing on having really quality captions and really great hashtags, you're gonna start seeing your followers going up. So that's just natural. Like it's just like you need to have good content, but you also have really good ways for people to find you. That's essentially it. Okay. And then、um, you also want to engage with people, and just really five to ten minutes a day. Like, look up a hashtag. Maybe like, okay, so for for home saving business San Francisco, like go to San Francisco real estate, like hashtag San Francisco real estate, and just start clicking on photos that agents are posting and and commenting on them, and start building relationship that way. 
Um, that's, I mean, it's five to 10 minutes seems like nothing, but when you're accumulating it, if you think about it, let's say you do 10 minutes a day, a whole week, that's 70 minutes, okay? That's 70 minutes of engagement. And so um, over time, you're going to start seeing your followers go up, 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 up. And that's just the same thing. I mean, the same thing with Facebook, the same thing with Pinterest, whatever platform you choose, just concentrate on that one for a period of time and then record your growth, like track your numbers and see, um, like, are there certain tactics that work really well? Like, there are certain posts maybe people really, really respond to, um, things like that. So that brings me uh, to my final point, um, which I really already covered, which is just write good captions and good hashtags to really increase your chance of getting, getting found. So that's basically my five tips today for social media marketing. So I'm just going to do a quick recap and I'm going to run through um, the comments here to see if people have any questions. So while I'm doing recapping, go ahead, put your question in the comment. So my number one point is, A, be very, one, be very clear about your goals. Like, who is your ideal audience? Like, what do you want to get out marketing on social media? Um, I recommend not just simply chasing the number of followers because that's kind of meaningless. And actually, there's a rumor going around that Instagram wants to kill the follow tab. So, you know, at the end of the day, the number of followers really doesn't really matter. Like what it really matters is that if you are getting engagement and if you're getting tractions. And this is why, oh, this is an extra bonus tip for you. Like for your social media profile, you always want to have a call to action. For example, we are doing a free training next Tuesday, right? October 15th um, on marketing. And so in my Instagram profile, you're going to see um, my call to action, which is like, hey, sign up for this free training on marketing your home staging business. And then I usually use an emoji pointing down and here's a link to sign up. So that's a really great call to action. Um, your call to action can be like, hey, do you want to know the five hottest home staging tips, um, you know, for staging this neighborhood or whatever it is? And then, you know, putting the link for that opt-in, like we talked about for email marketing yesterday. And so people click on it, they download that freebie or whatever, and then they're on your email list now. And then you can keep track that and then, you know, send follow-up emails and then hopefully engage them and turn them into paying customers. So, you know, those are different strategies for you to do, but definitely like milk the social media profile. Like I can't tell you like how... Like, it's a personal pet peeve of mine. Like, when people come in, say, like, they comment on my Facebook page um, about a question or someone add me as a Facebook friend and I click onto their profile. I mean, it's fine if you have a private profile, but at least, like, you know, like, list your website. Say that you're a home stager in this neighborhood. Um, I see that mistakes very often. It's like, or I go on people's website. Like, um, some of our students wanted me to do a, a website review. And I go on their website, I can't find what neighborhood they're serving. So what if you your neighborhood is Seattle, but someone in San Francisco is clicking on it, and then they're calling you to come look at a house? I mean, you just wasted your own time. Um, so having a very clear call to action is very important. And definitely milk that. I mean, it's free to list that. So why not just like tell everyone, tell the world what you're doing, okay? So my number one, my number two tip is that different platforms have different requirements and personalities. So just want to make sure that you do the homework. So like Pinterest, we talk about, it's really about long tail traffic. So if you post your blog up 
um, it might take three to six months for that to really cycle through for you to see um, any like uh, results basically. Um, Instagram is very visual, same as Facebook. And so I think for Stager, Instagram works very well because it's basically a visual portfolio um, that you're already seeing when you click on the profile, it's very clear. And I really like the stories feature um, and the, the AGTV live as well, because if you do any kind of behind the scene, people love that stuff. Like people love to see what inventory you're using, what's your process. You can even do a quick demo, you know, like have your assistant just hold up a phone and then you're hanging up on our work. Um, just through those kind of things or like a, a shopping haul, like, oh, what shop did you go today in your neighborhood? I was like, has some great stuff and or there's a sale going on, like tell your, you know, potential customers, they will love stuff like that. Things like that, when you're giving generously, you know, giving information generously, it's only going to have good stuff coming back. I mean, if people are being mean about it, they're obviously not your audience. And um, real estate agents love to watch stagers, you know, because they, they always want to learn things and stuff like that. And it's just a really great way for them to build relationships. Um, number three, it's like, again, you don't need to spend hours on social media. You also don't have time. So I don't recommend you, like you should be running your home staging business, like set up the system, set up the workflow, figure out what works for marketing. Like, again, like I'm really, I'm really big on system in case you haven't noticed. Um, like I said, like for our six for four point course, like we spend like a good three weeks just on marketing system because it's, it's basically your livelihood is hangs on to this thing. So you want to make sure that you're not dropping the ball even when you're really busy staging. Because I made that mistake many times and then two to three months later, I'm always like, oh, business seems very slow. And then you're like, oh crap, I have to keep marketing, marketing, marketing. So it's like a hamster wheel. Um, so the good thing about having a system that you can rely on is that you don't always have to be on that hamster wheel. You just need to follow your system, follow your workflow, follow your checklist and your reminders, whatnot. Um, it's much easier way to do business, I think. Okay, so number four, again, just focus on one platform to focus on um, just one. Like focusing on one platform can get you a very long way. I mean, imagine you have um, 5,000 or 10,000 followers on Instagram. I mean, that would be your platform to really, you know, um, execute and then um, publicize your business on. So just really, really focus on developing one platform. There are many things nowadays, like for example, if you publish Instagram story, you can push that into your Facebook story, like your page Facebook story as well. So there are a lot of things that you can actually link up to automate things. So I will focus on just the primary one and then just post random things on the other ones to supplement. But Definitely focusing on developing strategy on just one. Because there's so many things to keep track nowadays. This is also why I only recommend just do one platform. Like do one platform really well. Make that your main thing. Um, because we are all pretty much one person business. Um, it's really, I mean, social media can be its own business basically. I mean, there are people who do social media for a living. So it, it can be a lot. So this is why you want to make sure that you're investing your time wisely, that you should be focusing on, you know, having a, a very layered marketing strategy overall, like having a very layered marketing system. So you're not putting all your eggs in one basket in one type of marketing. All right. 
So last bit is just really write great captions and do your hashtag research. Make sure that you are putting out hashtag and content that's going to attract your ideal audience. So this goes back to number one. You really need to know your goals and know your audience. Okay, and during the live stream, I didn't realize this had happened because somebody requested to be in part of my live stream, and I didn't know that when I click on it, it's gonna turn off my audio basically. So basically, the last question, I'm re-recording it here. So this person asked,、um, you mentioned that you can put in thirty hashtags on Instagram. So how do you find those hashtags? So I would say that the best way for you to do is to figure out what are the relevant keywords、um, that you can use for the hashtag for your target audience. For example, you're posting a recent project you just did. If you hashtag it like hashtag real estate, it's not going to do you any good because there there are going to be millions of photos in that feed already. So when your picture pops up under hashtag real estate, it's just going to be like flash by in seconds. And this is why you want to pick something that is not that doesn't already have a huge amount of content under that hashtag already. But you don't want to use the hashtag that has too few pictures either. That means no one ever going to see them. So if you hashtag you use a hashtag that only maybe have five or hundred or even a thousand pictures in it, that means that that hashtag is really not very often、uh, used by your target audience. So then it's not very suitable for you either. And this is why you need to do a bit of research. So I reference McCauld from、uh, she used to be a social media manager for Remax Canada, and I interview her on a previous podcast episode, and I believe it's season nine, episode two. I want to say, but anyway, if you haven't listened to that episode, just go to our website stationmore.com/podcast. You can click on the、uh, full archive link and then find that episode. Um, and she actually in the episode she broke down on what is the the proportion. She actually had this like, I think it's like ten 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 kind of,、uh, or I forgot the exact breakdown. Sorry guys.、Um, but basically she broke it down like you know maybe ten hashtag needs to be relevant to your cap caption and then ten hashtag needs to be about your audience, etc. etc. So just go ahead and listen to the episode. She gave a lot of really great tips on how to use hashtags and when to post kind of things. All right, so that really concludes our live stream today. And don't forget, we are doing one more tomorrow. It's all going to be about consistent finding consistent clients for your home staging business. And next Tuesday, we're going to do an online training that is free to you. So if you haven't signed up yet, just go to stagefirm.com/slash/free-training, and then you can sign up there.、Um, basically, we're going to cover four strategies that I think are very effective. Um, some of them actually underutilized, I think, today, and、um, and just come on by, bring your questions.、Um, the other thing I want to say is that、uh, for those of you who already submitted questions, so when you sign up for a free training on the confirmation page, there's actually a button that you can click on and send me a question about marketing your home staging business. So I basically took all those questions together and I broke them down into these five categories that we're doing live streams on this week, but. If you feel like your question haven't been answered, don't worry. I'll get to them for sure. If you really cannot wait, bring it to、um, Tuesday our live stream. Um, sorry, our live free training online.、Um, so just sign up for it, and I'll do my best to incorporate everything into the the free training. If not, don't forget I'm also gonna do mini individual podcast episode for it. So it is coming. I promise. 
Um, I'm doing my best. <laughs> All right. So have a great day, guys, and I'll see you tomorrow for tomorrow's live stream on finding consistent client for your home staging business. Bye.